the human experience into more of a digital experience? Well, to, to the, the, your question was, what does it mean to be human? To be human? Uh-huh. And it's, is it, is it the, this immersive, like you almost get into like a metaverse type of like conversation as opposed to obviously everything that we have today in, in the, in the physical world. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting conversation. I actually got an ad for a, <laughs> it was like a really like clearly poorly done like app on, on Twitter. It was an ad that was like, talk to me like when you're bored, like <laughs> you can tell me anything. And all the comments yes. were like, yeah, I love, I love like when North Korea like spies on my, like when I pour my soul out to, to my KGB informant. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's interesting that it's like this low level app also has like capabilities of, of, you know, a, a basic chat bot. Um, and then you, like, you're already starting to see a, a scale of something like chat GPT to this like crappy, like mobile app. Um, what, <clears throat> how, how do you, do you think it's going to grow the disparities between like the first world and the third world? Because, like, we obviously have access to all this knowledge and the use of AI and stuff. But, like, <clears throat> you know, India has 1.3 billion people and China has 1.4 billion people. And, like, I mean, there's a ton of, ton of countries that won't have this. Are they just going to, like, like, we'll go this way and they'll go this way or is i don't know maybe maybe it will make maybe it will give us ideas to make their situations better i don't know but <clears throat> that's a, eric that's a that's a great yeah. point that's a great question mm-hmm. i think it will severely hurt non-metropolitan areas because in, in metro areas i think you'll be able to have enough like people to where the technology advancements enough people have access to them to make a difference yeah and in in more like rural parts of the country or or countries there won't be the same attention to i guess like get those people um like similar access to that like technology yeah yeah I, I I think it's I think it's it does look a little bit Hunger Game ish. Yeah, it's like a Hunger Game Interstellar mix. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I so the 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 technology typically helps people become more efficient, but efficiencies do have it, it is almost like a diminishing return, right? Mm-hmm. Like the using chat, you know using AI and stuff will only help us so much because we are already in a, like a pretty technological advanced world. But if you're in the third world and you have a computer and you can now look up any answer or have access to the internet, you know, your, your efficiency chart is going parabolic. Yeah. Yeah. So where for us today, let's say something goes wrong with my car. I can take to mechanic. No big deal. Again, if I'm in that rural like area and I'm, it's me, like I'm the only one that can fix this car or, you know, no one else, 
being able to hop on the internet or, or get like those answers and have these efficiencies speed up, um, obviously is a greater benefit to those people than it is to any, any of us three. hundred percent. I think the first world is seeing, is seeing the future before the third world, mm. but that doesn't mean the quality of life or the happiness in the, in the first world is like any greater than the third world. Right. I don't think. I think technology can be a really good thing, but if you look at like mental health statistics in the U.S. compared to, I don't know, you take a place like maybe, I don't know, what, what would be a good, maybe Madagascar, like who, who knows, maybe the people in Madagascar are like really happy because they don't need to connect and deal with the quote unquote first world problems yeah. that social apps have really introduced on a, on, on quite a significant scale for, I mean, millions and millions of young people and adults. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, it's like, uh, it's like, <clears throat> I don't know, it, it seems like things are getting, are getting like too complex. Like, I heard something the other, I don't know, it was probably a couple months ago about like how much, um, how much your brain can take in in like a given waking period. So like while you're awake and like the information we're taking in, most people at least, the amount of information we take in, like there's no way we can retain all of it. Mm. Oh, d- uh, dude, I, uh, I was actually talking to um, one of our, one of our friends, Elliot, um, about this and how I, I said that I think the amount of information we take in in, in the current world makes us unhappy because mm. we're unable to process all those like things, feelings, emotions. Um, and, and so we end up feeling anxious or depressed because we're, we're being um, we're intaking so much more than what we've ever had to process before like as a as a species yeah and it's crazy you see or you see or read things um you know atrocities or things happening across the world that would have been literally impossible to know not that long ago and it's it's every day it's constant you can you can hop on and and read the news as much as you want or as little as you want so then so then that to me means that you can only that that means to me that we are getting close to a point where you can only believe what you see in front of you and that mm. there are that that it'll be very difficult to believe anything you see on a screen because you don't know the source of origin oh dude i, I watched i watched a, a deep fake video um like we're getting into black mirror type shit again yes yeah, that's the reason Black Mirror is so popular is because it like you could see it. <clears throat> You'd be like, oh, okay, if this happens. Uh, you said you saw yeah. a deep fake video. Oh, just just that like the the world is like not ready to mm. to see something that looks like someone is is saying something and like it's not you know it's not them. Um, I feel like we're barely. I mean, misinformation is already like a huge problem on the internet because you can be anyone and say anything. And when that turns into like video form where you can't trust like video sources, I think that will be just an, an entirely larger, bigger problem than Russian misinformation 
bots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you already saw that during COVID. There were, there were news channels that were, like, taking videos from Italy and saying it was, like, New York City, and you're like, come on, like, really? So it, it, it would not be that far of a stretch to have places deep fake stuff, yeah. But like soft, but even like software, Eric is getting quite good to be able to like recreate. Oh yeah, propaganda, propaganda mm-hmm. in, in in quite a, in I think like influential way, and then spread it through social apps. You know, that's I mean we're starting to see policymakers, obviously, seeing that information in media, uh, the transfer of information is happening through different channels so much more so today than ever before. And like younger generations are not getting their news through TV or like through linear television. Right? No, no. They're getting it through Twitter. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Oh, to your, well, to your yeah. point, Ryan, when you said how, how do you know like what's real on the internet? I almost quoted something that I saw on Twitter and it was like, oh, that's how you know it's real. Like as a joke, it's like, oh, I saw it online. But that's like, I hate, I hate to say it because it's like, it's what we do for work, but that is that is why like the blockchain is so important. Is that mm. the things that you see on the internet like are verifiable um, and and authentic, you know, to to a degree. It's the best degree that we that we currently have. But um, I, I, right now, I think I think that's like the be- the best like idea. Yeah. I think I think it's I think it is worrisome considering that we know TikTok is addictive and we know how important it is to form good habits and good uh, developmental skills for like long term life, you know, coping skills, whether that's physical abilities or like mental abilities. And the addictive nature of TikTok is really worrisome or just like social apps in general is really worrisome in the sense that I think you're going to start to see generations of people that need video content to learn what to do to get through their day. Mm. (laughs) Kyle's Kyle's pointed at himself. (laughs) People to be actors in a video so that they can teach other people. Yeah. Did did you watch our company's HR presentation? <laughs> well, it's healthy wearing the hat and saying our company. <laughs> they, they already we already do. We already have like the 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 our like HR like, hey, here's a scenario, you know, that plays out or like I was part of a company that did like active shooter training. Like we already mm. have that. We're already paying people because I I personally don't want to read hundreds of pages of, <laughs> yeah. H- you know, I, I would rather watch a, a, a 30 minute video. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's almost like attention spans are going down, but like, can you blame, like, can you blame us to a certain extent? Like, I mean, if given the chance, like you said, you're not going to read like, given the two opportunities, you'd be an idiot to read 20 pages of stuff if you can watch a five-minute video. Like, that's just stupid, you know? 
Especially if AI is going to be doing all the work after you read it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just sit at a computer and let AI do your job. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's another. That's another worry right there. Oh, uh, Ryan. Ryan and I uh, have. We we know someone who who races cars, and I was talking to his. He's a professional race car driver, mm-hmm. and I was talking to his coach, and he said that your um how much time today like humans people that spend time on our phones it literally retrains our eyes to be essentially worse at looking at things in the distance because of how close we just don't use those muscles he said in our our eye and he said one of the like the training points for for the the our our friend um he said spend less time on the phone so your yeah. your eyes are used to projecting and seeing things a hundred yards away, a hundred and fifty yards away, as opposed to three feet, um, and and that's just like a, a pretty small way that you know technology has physically changed. Um, I I guess uh, us t- today. Okay, so what's interesting is there is a niche part of uh, academic and I'm sure just rogue research that is looking at how humans uh, like transition from fully biological humans into this pseudo biological robotic kind of derivative as we morph into full just uh computer beings it's like get that ai chip and plant it right in the old brain yeah get the uh the cyberpunk what's it uh yeah cyberpunk 2072 or whatever (laughs) yeah elon musk working on Neuralink. yeah exactly that's a Neuralink. oh um eric i i saw this in my in my bit of research i don't think i saved oh this was it i was like this it was it was a tweet Mm mm-hmm that's why I was like, oh, I saw it on Twitter. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> um, yes, exactly. It was about how uh, this goes back to the generative art. I'm sorry to, to be backtracking. No, you're good. Um, but it was a tweet that said... Unacceptable. I know. <laughs> Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> um, it said that Red Dead Redemption 2, which I know both of you, Ryan and Eric, have played. Yep, yep. Um cost 500 million to make took over 3000 people in 8 years wow. to to develop wow and it was saying how with with generative art and with essentially like these this ai and like chat prompts how you could make something you know in 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 a quarter you know a fraction a fraction of the time um but this it, is where West is. Isn't this where Westworld comes into play? Yeah. The it, opening. The opening scene is he goes to the cowboy town, yeah. and he can just like he can do his thing because it's a created world. Yeah, yeah, and it's Westworld is basically Red Dead Redemption two put in a movie. <laughs> I love. Yeah. I love how Ryan's Ryan's like in that scene, like essentially like rape murder scene. That's Ryan's a do what <laughs> do what they will. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan is the cowboy. Ryan is the cowboy. Like, <laughs> oh man, that's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, there was a remember there was a good one too. There was Teddy. You remember Teddy? 
There's Teddy, and then there was then there was a battle. Yeah, then there's the battle. No, yeah, you were you were the good cowboy. Man, you were just the sheriff. You didn't want to you didn't want to disclose what was going out there in your in your part of town. Yeah, that could be even worse. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Well, and uh, what was I gonna say? Um. Oh yeah. So speak like the Elon. Also, I got I I have like a couple minutes and I gotta wrap up. But I would like to end on the um the the Elon like um what's it called the the chip in the brain type of thing. Uh, Neuralink. 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 Yeah. Um, that I'd like to get your thoughts on that and like I think it's very dangerous just considering like a lot of the a lot of the hacking uh, stuff that I see going on, especially in like the healthcare world. A lot of hacking, a lot of unsecured information getting hacked. Um, so, Kyle, if you want to start. Yeah, I was I was going to say, I think this, um, I think, yeah, obviously, it's, it's very scary, and it's, it's not something that I am currently interested in. But it's definitely something that's been talked about, that, like, at, at just, there will be a point, I believe, that just being human, like, will not be enough like that that will be seen as like a second tier mm. like individual yeah the, the fact that you don't have your your brain hooked up to some sort of computer to have all of this information um readily available it'll be like the, in my opinion the difference between having a smartphone and not having a smartphone like the difference between like having to pull over and ask for directions <laughs> as opposed to just like gps yeah like in t- in today's world, like not having, I saw someone with a flip phone yesterday, wow. and I was like, "You you must not just do hardly anything new today." Yeah, I can't imagine not having like email on your phone or like being able to to text or any really any event today is typically like mobile ticketing. Um, I mean, finding finding out any sort of like new information on the fly is just like a no go for that person, and I, I think it'll be something similar with um, being fully human or, or, or part AI, and then you'll have like full AI um, interactions as well. Wow. So, so to build build off Kyle's point, and I know Eric, this is our, our last topic, so I'll yeah, yeah. keep it succinct. Very good. Uh, so I think where this heads is I think Neuralink uh, ends up partnering with um, a more like a, of a hardware device, and it's something that sits on the outside, maybe in your ear mm. or maybe even through your phone. But I, I don't think we get brain implants uh, in humans. Yeah, M- maybe we do. I, I, I just I don't I don't see that close. Yeah, um, I definitely see external assist assistive devices yep. that are incredibly powerful, similar to the movie Her. Let's just keep out throwing out movies like <laughs> nice, with nice. Walking Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I think that type of relationship with an AI uh, is is possible. Yeah, I totally agree with that, and I guess you've kind of seen that. Like there was Google Glass, I think it was that tried to do something similar. Um, with like vision and stuff, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mess with it either, though. Not no. I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be the guinea pig. No way. 
I almost made a vaccine joke. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I'm I'm on I'm, <laughs> I'm on Neuralink's website. Yeah. Um, looking at the careers, you know, just in case I feel like I can uh, make uh, some contributions. Um, to be clear, I definitely can't, based on based on some of these open of these open jobs. Um, one of them is mechanical engineer implant. Yikes. Well, so, maybe that's in like pigs or something. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're. I saw they were testing in monkeys last year. Mm. Yes, man. So, ba- ba- basic, basically us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just an advanced version. Yep. Damn. Um, well, that was good stuff, guys. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I do have to run. But, um, but always good getting the, uh, getting the crew back together. Um, and. I do actually, I do know going into the new year, I would like to actually do this more if y'all are up for that. I find it, find it fun to chat with y'all and, um, it's always a good time when we get together. So, um, I will, I will keep you updated, but, um, yeah, thanks for hopping on and, oh, 